You can listen to The Professional Left wherever you get your podcasts, on Netroots Radio, or at our website, proleftpod.com, where you can also contribute to this podcast. There's a PayPal button at our website, or you can mail us a letter and or contribution at P.O. Box 9133, Springfield, Illinois, 62791. This is the podcast for August 19th, 2022. It's not safe for work. Recorded live from the Cornfield Resistance, where we are about to record our shortest podcast ever. It's the professional left with Drift Glass and Blue Gal. Ha! I, I think I Drift it. Glass is offering me that yeah. because of the day we had today and the fact that Oof. tomorrow is our 11th wedding anniversary. Yes. Happy anniversary, honey. Happy I will talk anniversary. About I love you very much. I will not mention uh, that guy or that other guy or that other <laughs> podcast even one time during this entire podcast. <laughs> we should keep it down to a tight four minutes, I think. Yeah. He's not going to mention the bulwark, folks. Ah, um, no. <laughs> don't, don't trigger me. For God's sakes, woman. Then I'll go out and talk about Tom Nichols and the bullshit he was spreading around oh, there today. Oh, man. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, well, it was awful, but it was awfully well, entertaining, too. And we've had a very long day today. We're recording yes. on Thursday, as we often do, usually uh-huh. do. Uh, this morning at eight o'clock, we were on our way to University of Missouri St. Louis to drop off youngest child, and yes. this is our last freshman to drop off at a dorm. Uh, it is, you know, nobody cried. We're all set. She's delightful and happy. And I told her what I told both of the other children when I dropped them off: go to college. I told them. Her, I told her what. I told both of the children, which is what? we're going to rent your room. <laughs> just there's no coming back. There's no, you know, sorry. Don't can't change your mind. Sorry. You know, there, she seems quite ready to go to college after yes. seeing her two older siblings go to college and yes. uh, really wants the independence, you know, and, and so forth. So I think she's excited and ready to do it. Yeah. Well, this uh, is the, but this is the end of a tired. very, yeah, this is the end of a very long day. Yeah, and it was a long day yesterday, getting ready mm-hmm. for it, and yep. it's just a lot of driving, not terribly um, mileage-wise, but just a, a, a high degree of stress involved. And I got to say, the people at the college were wonderful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, so that's a big school. That's the biggest school of the three. Uh-huh. UMSL is a big school. Uh, and, you know, um, Augustana and Beloit are both smaller liberal arts schools. UMSL uh-huh. is a big school. It is. So they were ready uh, for youngest child to move in with lots mm-hmm. of people helping. Elevators. And, uh, My elevator. God, they had elevators. Oh, that, that dorm has elevators and an outdoor pool uh-huh. and a beach volleyball court. No beach, and but sand. You know. It's sand. It's yeah. sand. It's just, yeah. I, they, it's, it's, it's right they next have to, to the compete. metro line. That's the thing. They have to compete for students. So It's right next to the metro line so she can hop a train oh, yeah. if she wants it's right to. right next to the metro line. Boom, boom. She's going to have a great time. We are not used to driving in St. Louis traffic. Big city traffic no. like that no. is. That was. I mean, you're more used to it than I am. Yeah, I but used it was, to drive Chicago rush hour all yeah. the time. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. It was very. Yeah. Uh, oh, you don't let people into traffic here. You just tell them to fuck off and you cut in front of them. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I remember Car that. Horns? I remember car horns. Yeah. From way back in the day. So it is old... funny. So there are times when I will hear someone here in Springfield say, well, I don't go out during rush hour. Yeah. Rush hour in Springfield, Illinois lasts four minutes. 
Four minutes, and everyone knows where it is, and everyone and it's, bitches it's about around it. around the government office buildings, because this is the state capitol, yeah. and they all leave at 4.43. <laughs> yes. Boom. And Boom. yeah, and then it's over. Um, anyway, we are we know what this week has been. When yes. we podcasted last week, Mar-a-Lago had not been searched yet. Yeah. Taking that month-long break between last week and this week really is... <laughs> Taxing my memory. A month and uh, a week. Yeah. 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 And uh and then Biden had such a great week with this the signing of the Inflation Reduction Act. He's just had a terrific week. week. Great week. And And, you know and the Democratic candidates have had a terrific week for Senate particularly, to the point I would think we're gonna get to it in our notes about um Mitch McConnell. Uh, adjusting expectations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So um, it's just Everyone. been quite a week. It has. Um, but I, what I want to open up with today, Drift Glass, if you don't mind, is it is about what we decide to talk about. Not us personally, but what the story that we can tell um, about this week can be told in terms of what other people have decided is the story. Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's so it's very telling to me. Right. right. And it's very telling to me that Republican congressmen this week have been talking about armed IRS agents coming to your house. Right. To take your stuff and shoot you. To probably. take all your stuff. Yeah. Um, yep. Fox and Friends um, today on their website is talking about the USA mullet championship. Huh? Haircuts. <laughs> Crazy dated haircuts. Well, <laughs> it, you know, the last president, uh, the last Democratic president had uh, uh, black hair, blue gown. Yeah, so oh, I know. These are American haircuts by American people who work in, in American jobs that Joe Biden yeah. is trying and to it's, kill. And, and now there's a championship for that hair. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. So you would think people watching Fox would not know too much about the president's troubles, the so-called former president's troubles. But Diamond and Silk, Newsmax, and all the social climbers within the right wing, you know, aspirational to Fox, let's say, yeah. Yeah. news media, are screaming about the, the, the raid, the raid. It's not a raid. The, the oh, they took his, his passports. They didn't steal his passports. They returned the passports. Yeah, and he didn't know they were um, gone until they called him and said, by the way, you yeah. stuck your your passports in a box in full a of box. nuclear secrets. <laughs> so maybe you want them back now. Oh my God, they stole my passports. Yeah. 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 What an asshole. And uh, just... they are constantly repeating the Trump excuse of the minute, and he is changing excuses every five minutes. Yeah. Um, so conservatives are finding out their hero is in trouble and they're sending him their hard earned political donations. Yes, they are. Isn't that nice? And they're not sending them to house races. No, they're not. Are they? And they're using you know what? win. They're using win red to send Trump money. I, now, check me if I'm wrong, and I'm frequently wrong. I heard about this win red scam somewhere around a podcast, like <laughs> months and months and months and months ago. Well, um, it, it turned out after the election, and this this did come out in the spring of 2021. That Donald Trump and Win Red had, instead of taking a one hundred dollar contribution from a donor, had had switched it to a monthly one hundred dollar donation and was taking it as monthly donations. 
And the default on WinRed was you will give this amount monthly. Keep being a, there's a little box. You can barely see it. It says keep yeah. being a chump. And it's in the <laughs> lower left-hand Trump corner. Join the it, Trump Trumps. <laughs> it, it's yellow font on a yellow screen. Yeah. So you can barely yeah. see yeah. it. But yeah. It was mm-hmm. fraud. Mm-hmm. And it gave Donald Trump in October when he needed money for his campaign, it gave him an interest-free loan from Chumps. Yeah. And they had to return the money. You People saw this on their credit cards and called and complained and had to refund hundreds of thousands of dollars back to those donors who noticed it on their credit card and called. How many However, didn't notice it yeah. if it was $10 or $20, didn't notice it, and Trump got to keep the money. And it's after the election. And he raised a quarter of a billion dollars uh-huh. on Stop the Steal. Yep. That's all this all this, this all this is is money. Yeah, and all this week with the FBI raiding my house and stealing my passports and violating my home when it's a golf resort that he happens to live in. They looked in my safe. They looked in my safe. They looked for stolen shit in where the place criminals would yeah. lock up their stolen shit. Yeah, yeah right. they, they sure right. did. So when red, all the donations go through when red, when red scrapes money off the top before giving it to Trump, Trump's donation says this will be spent on what, you know, the small print says this will benefit Donald Trump's legal bills. You know, he can spend it on whatever he wants as long as he's not an announced candidate and he doesn't have to report it. Right. Which is perfect for him. Yeah. Perfect. Which is perfect yeah. for him. And this week was a big fundraiser week for Donald Trump. Yeah. It is, you know, 12 weeks until Election Day. <laughs> uh huh. And he is not running for anything. For anything. At all. Yep. And, right. uh, it is so funny to watch the media, the right-wing media in particular, try to spin this disinterest that Donald Trump has in house races in particular, unglamorous house races. Right. You know, he wanted to be involved in some Senate races where there were celebrities running. And so he has these crazy celebrities running uh, for governor of Arizona, Senate in Pennsylvania, and Senate in Georgia. These well, unqualified, look- nut nutty people. Well, let's be clear. For him, um, house races are like the unwashed you know, MAGA crowd that yeah. shows up at his golf course and wants to use the bathroom. Right. Like, right. No, 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 no. We have important mm-hmm. people coming through here. Go pee in the bushes or leave. We appreciate your support. Yeah. That's how he actually thinks of the, the idiots who throw their money at him and the right, races right. that are down ticket that aren't really important to him personally. Yep. Yep. So, uh, I appreciate all the people on Twitter who said, wow, Blue Gal, you called this month ago <laughs> uh, that WinRed is just scraping money off the top. And we don't know at all who is benefiting from that for-profit company uh, because we, they don't have to disclose that. All we know is it's draining money away from House and Senate races. And you and love Republic. to see it. You love, love to, to see, see it. it. Just love to see um, it. And then I wanted to talk about how the media is in on this and not the Trump stuff so much, but is in on trying to continue to prop up the Republican Party and make it equal to and same as and make Uh it a horse race and make it uh, not about a criminal and a fascist movement that is the Republican Party of 2022. Um, Hat tip to airbag moments for sharing this with me on Twitter. WAFB Channel 9 posted a story, a story about a woman 
who Republicans and only Republicans want to force to carry a baby who absolutely will not survive to term. And this article does not mention the word Republicans, conservatives, Christians, Catholics, or Supreme Court of the United States. Mm-hmm. Not once. Benji Sarlin, who is, you know, an NBC News political guy, tweets, Biden better enjoy it, meaning this week, because uh-huh. I strongly suggest signing signature bill with Dow surging in corner after string of positive economic news while GOP debates how to handle his likely opponent's FBI investigation is not going to be a typical week moving forward. Yeah. Now, he got railed for that. And I said I thought he must be in have some sort of bet with Chuck Todd as to how many uh, tweets in response he can get, ratioing him. But uh, that's where they're going with this, which is, you well, know, it's not a it's a great week for Joe Biden. But is it too early? Is it is oh. it uh, it's temporary? You know, he's going to have to watch out because it's temporary and they're just sticking a fork in this horse to make it race. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Giving it. Well, this is like galvanizing a dead, you know, frog leg. Yes, make it twitch, right. make it jump, make it move yeah. around. Um, I'm The New York Times, you know, um, uh, what's his name over at the New York Times? Even on Biden's big day, he's still in Trump's long shadow. That's by Peter Baker. Because uh, because it has to be about goddamn Donald Trump. We have yeah, to. Yeah, that has to be the story. And even well, even if the story is Donald Trump's going to jail, right? If that's still. it's still Donald Trump's long shadow, really. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, you and I got at the hotel this morning. Oh yes, they had newspapers laid out. They did, including the and and the newspaper they had out was the Wall Street Journal. Not yeah. USA Today. Usually it's I, USA Today. I begged them for USA Today. I said, give me a copy of Penny Saver. Anything. No, sir. All we have is the Wall Street Journal. All they have is the Wall Street Journal. And we started to read the headlines of the editorial page. And I said, wait a minute. That's World Net Daily. It is. It is. It's with a high gloss on it. It's World Net Daily. I mean, it's there, World Net a, Daily. It's literally um, five feet away from me. I can't quite reach it. But there's an article no. about the, the Afghan debacle. How the, the Afghan, Afghan debacle. How it could I've got have been a avoided. tweet here. I've got a tweet mm-hmm. here from Wall Street Journal opinion. Do Americans really want an unelected attorney general making the unprecedented decision to send FBI agents to the home of a former president without at least running by his boss, the sitting president? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. do want him not running it by the current president because he doesn't work for the current president. That was how Trump wanted to run the Justice Department. They don't understand. They live in Chicago in 1932. They live in Al Capone land, and they don't understand why you. you, Why wouldn't you check with the boss? You always check with the boss when shit goes down. If drift class, yeah. If Merrick Garland had run it by Biden, the the headline would be collusion at the White House. Collusion at the White House. Sean Hannity would have a five night series with you know the flaming breaking news. Corruption, Biden's corrupted the Department of Justice you know, nonstop. The, the right had went picnicked on a five minute chat between Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch on a tarmac forever, for, forever. You, what do you think they would do if Merrick Garland had chatted with Joe Biden about whether I go after Donald Trump? That's it. That's the whole election from now until 2024. Yep. That's the whole fucking election. Yeah. Um, the uh, if I may, the Afghan story, yeah, the Afghan debacle. 
The first two words in the story are President Biden. Yep. And I skimmed it, and the the author of the story is a guy named Carl Rove. (laughs) And Carl Rove's bio, I'm doing this from memory, Carl Rove's bio, the little blurb they have at the bottom of the page, is he, he founded a super PAC. And he's like a member of some sort of organization. Like, you mean <laughs> Carl it. fucking Rove, the guy who got George Bush elected twice, the guy who lied us, helped lie us into the wrong fucking war, the guy who stuck us in Afghanistan forever? You mean that guy? And he didn't mention that at all? That's really weird. Oh, I, I forgot. It's the Wall Street Journal, which is owned by Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Because all yep. of this shit is owned by Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're, they have to have a horse race or their whole narrative falls apart. And they, by God, are going to flog the dead horse of the GOP until it gets up and stumbles forward a few yards and they can go, hey, see, see, see what happened? Yep. Yep. Anyway. So. Well. Drift Glass has week. also had a very busy week. My week has been consumed. <laughs> uh, consumed, utterly consumed by micro examining every word David Brooks has ever No, 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 no. That's nope, not what I've been nope, doing. I have nope. launched two, not just one, two massive political movements that are sweeping the nation. So everybody just step back and be impressed. And I'll tell you about both of them. The first one's the little one, but it's got it's got legs, I think. Um and I spoke about this one last week, uh which is my pledge that I will not give Rupert Murdoch any of the $500,000. I'm hoping you will give me to mess with Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump, who I have mentioned already Take on this podcast Lincoln once. Project. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the Lincoln Project. Donald Trump, who at the moment does not occupy and is not running for any political office, is nonetheless the target of the Lincoln Project's $1 million fundraising campaign to mess with Trump. Now, I took this as a positive sign. Since the Lincoln lad's last fundraising blitz netted them nearly 80, over $80 million, and their word of honor, they would definitely destroy Republican candidates in the 2020 election because we liberals are stupid and don't know how to fight. And the net result was zero wins for them, which was, you know, would have driven any other company out of business, but they're still in business. And they kept the money. So if there are still any rubes out there who are credulous enough to give these goofs a million fucking dollars to create what is essentially videos of mean tweets. To be shown on Fox News, because that's all Trump watches, I figure there has to be enough reserve damn fool cash out there to fund me at half that rate. Yep. And by the way, I looked up what 30 seconds on Tucker Carlson's show costs. It's $13,779 for 30 goddamn seconds on Tucker Carlson's show. And you've got to make a contract to do more than that. That's just, you can't just buy one ad. You know, yeah. We're talking into the half million to million dollar range just to run it on that show enough so that Trump will get mad. And, you know, he'll get mad and he'll piss and he'll piss and moan. He'll call them assholes and they'll go, ah, see, we won. But they're doing what they did in 2020, but without a target. I mean, in 2020, they kept telling people, look, man, liberals suck at everything. They're terrible at politics. And Rick Wilson was all over every news broadcast on cable news, except the right wing stuff saying liberals, you know, suck at everything. They're terrible and they'll never get elected again. Only we understand how to win elections. Of course, Rick Wilson hadn't won any elections for like a decade, but that's that's beside the point. We know how to get to these people. And they raised, again, over $80 million, much of which Mm -hmm. went into their homes and their boats and their zero zero, uh, sub-zero refrigerators and so forth. But uh, their batting record was like nil. I think they, they made an influence in one election. 
But every candidate they said they had definitely got a nail. Lindsey Graham, gone. Susan Collins, I'm going to come to your house and piss on your grave. Nothing. They did. They accomplished nothing, except they took in over $80 million of credulous liberal money. And all I'm saying is I love my, my liberal brothers and sisters to death. But if there's that much fucking money out there from liberals who are willing to give it to Rick Wilson and Steve Schmidt to accomplish nothing, give me half of that to accomplish <laughs> something. Because you and I, you and I have been have been messing with Trump since before the Lincoln Project existed. We have. Since before Rick Wilson ever went on MSNBC to get himself a free ride thanks to Morning Joe. Since since the bulwark was created. We were messing with Trump in 2015 when he came down the escalator. We were warning you this is going to happen 15 years ago, 20 years ago. So really, honestly, for the smart liberals out there, we want your money because you know we do good work and we this is, you know, it's pennies on the dollar based on what we return in value. For credulous chumps out there, trust us, we can deliver at least as good a product as the Lincoln Project for half the price. We're, you're saving money. You'd be crazy not to give us money. And now, I do want to say that we had a podcast listener, Driftlath, uh, this week send us eleven dollars to say happy anniversary already before the show. Yes, which is and very that sweet. broke my heart. That mm-hmm. just broke my heart that well, there are people in this world who care enough about us to have written down last year uh-huh. when our anniversary is. Yeah. Thank well, you. If you want to raise eleven million dollars in honor of our anniversary, <laughs> eleven million, I'm million. okay with that. <laughs> Millions of dollars, and and honestly, because we are who we are, because we live the lives we live, and which are per- fairly simple. You and I have never been rich. We both come came from pretty yeah. poor families, and yeah. it, you know yeah. we're like real poor for a while. Yeah, um, that's a, when I look at you know nearly fourteen thousand dollars for thirty seconds on on Tucker Carlson show, yeah. or I look at yeah. the kind of money. That that open grifts rake in only because they have access to the media, only mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they have a free seat at the table when mm-hmm. it comes at, at mm-hmm. MSNBC and CNN and mm-hmm. and, and prestige Fox. podcasts. I mean, the, or the Fox. right yeah. wing. We we talked about. I wrote about Jared Kushner's book, and I don't know if he's going to make any money on that book. I don't know, but there are plenty of conservative authors, yeah, who make massive amounts of money from reselling or giving away or whatever their books mm-hmm. and then you give it away for a donation to your 501c3 right and it the money is out there for these chumps to to, uh, to give i don't understand well, it well uh, to, and to make very clear i mean you know the people who are clinging to the both sides do it lie like a 40 year old clings to santa claus you know it's uh-huh. like, don't tell me it's not true i refuse to believe it yeah. um it's not that we are not appreciative of all the support we have. We really are. We could yeah. not do this without you. We could yeah. literally not keep a roof over our head most of the time without right. this, the, what we earn from the labors of this podcast. We are enormously appreciative. What we are saying is there is a fucking ocean of stupid money out there mm-hmm. that people are just dipping buckets into going, oh, yeah, 300 grand, 400 grand, half a million, million dollars. Sure. I can I can roll that up in a week. I'm like Jesus. Mm-hmm. What are we doing wrong? Well, <laughs> we live in the wrong zip code, and we yeah. we are the people who are just want to change the system for the better. We are Democrats, and we're liberals, and we believe in the cause. So we don't do what you need to do, which is bribe, cheat, or or threaten your way <laughs> onto yeah. a onto a cable network 
and just sell the shit out of this shit all day, every day on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and really, that's you know that that's where I'm turning the corner because that's what I'm going to do. That's what I spent this week doing, you know. And I'm and I'll talk talk about my second massive move because that's just one in a few <laughs> minutes. But first, I want to hear about your dating life with Keith Olbermann. <laughs> well, you were you've been talking about we've been talking for for a couple of days. But what what are we going to talk about on the podcast? And you want to talk about these amazing political movements that you've created out of whole cloth. And I said, well, Drift Glass, I don't have anything major to talk about. And then I realized I could talk about my six-day affair with Keith Olbermann. Sure. <laughs> things you promised not to tell. He's, he's, oh, things I promised not to tell. Keith Olbermann on his podcast, which we we really enjoy. We are listening yeah. to it, and we, we enjoy it. Um, it brings back memories. It does. Uh, but Keith Olbermann seems to have a bottomless well of revenge to get on other people in and ex and ex girlfriends, yeah. And then talking about women that he dated, and so it occurred to me, why don't I just <laughs> pretend that I was one of the women that he dated back in the day for six whole days, and on the seventh day, I went, I can't take another night of countdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When when he climbs into bed and says, "This is countdown." <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, it's not going to be good. It's, it's not going to be gonna, good. It's not going to be fun, you know, and, and when he and knows he, he tells has enough, to... He tells enough masturbation jokes that I think I, I should be entitled to get away with that. Um, so anyway, let's get back to you, Drift Glass, and your uh, second... Well, the second one was a... Amazing, massive movement. A labor of love, um, really. And uh, it's it's the movement the country has been crying out for for at least <laughs> 20 minutes. Um the second massive movement that you and I, I'm, I'm going to drag you into this in case the lawyers okay. ask in the future. No, no, she was, I'm going to do the opposite of Kim Wexler. I'm going to say, <laughs> yep, she was my partner the whole way. Um, we launched this week was a sweeping the nation uh, movement for a third party. Uh, we decided we needed our own third party. <laughs> and we were inspired. Andrew Yang isn't moving fast enough. Oh, no, he's he's got it all wrong. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's stepping on – he's borrowing rakes from Mehmet Oz to step yeah, on. Yeah, to step on, honestly. Um, but we were inspired to launch our own third party based on Andrew Yang and several other fringe political weirdos who launched the forward party. Um, it also inspired me to verbify the name Yang. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was inspired, I got to say. Well, that, that means someone who's on social media 24-7 spouting buzzwords and non-sequitur quotes – flashing up meaningless graphs and relentlessly asking you for money. Mm-hmm. Now, at mm-hmm. the beginning of this scam, Andrew Yang says, we don't need money. Money's not a problem. We're going to, we're doing great. Now it's like every freaking five minutes. Donate to this to save democracy. Democracy needs saving. And we need you as part of the forward movement. And so the first thing that we noticed about the forward party is how it is literally nothing more than these aforementioned political weirdos trying to grift the last few drops of both siderist cash out of the last few credulous mopes who still believe in it. So I came up with this metaphor. Think of it this way. If extra virgin olive oil, first cold press olive oil, was the both sides do it of the 1980s, mm-hmm. and ordinary virgin olive oil is the both sides do it of 1990s, and the pretty bad refined olive oil was the both siderism of the 2000s, and the nearly inedible plain olive oil was the both sides do it of the 2010s. And olive pomace oil, which is this 
unspeakable, chemically treated leftover sludge was the both sides do it of 2016 election. Then the forward party is the scrapings off the bottom of the pumice oil drum. And I figured, hell, if there really is enough chumps out there to fund this madness, why not get my share? <laughs> um, Drift Class has endless get-rich-quick schemes based on his Twitter rating. I'm I'm like Ralph Cramden in that way. And they're all <laughs> just as successful as Ralph Cramden's getting. Exactly. My plan is to get poor slow. That's my that's <laughs> that's, that's my, and, I'm, and believe me, I'm approaching the age of 62 and I'm doing a great job of going. He's doing poor a great slowly. job. He yeah. really is. Yeah. Um and we were inspired to name our party the Tesseract Party. <laughs> based on the idiotic line drawings that Andrew Yang posted to explain the difference between partisans, who are bad, and the forward party, which is good. And the partisans were a square with a line down the middle. And the forward were like three triangles trying desperately to form a three-way. A triskelion yeah. from Star Trek or something. I, it was it was ridiculous. And he used the term corrupt duopoly. Oh, well, we'll get to that. Ugh. Oh, believe me, we will get to that. Um, but yeah, no, he he... He jumped in with the corrupt duopoly is the real problem. Yeah. And it it and so rather than explain the Tesseract party to you, I'd like to take a note from Andrew Yang's own playbook and have a friendly person named Blue Gal interview me <laughs> and pretend it's like news, but not, and I repeat, not like the Jim Acosta interview of Andrew Yang, <laughs> which was brutal and glorious and should yeah. be repeated over and over again. So yeah. yes, I'll, let me pull up a chair and Blue Gal. Why don't you ask me some questions that we don't have written down, but you know what I want to be asked. Oh, I know what you about want. About the this Tesseract a, Party. Tell us about this exciting new party you've decided to invent, Drift Glass. The well, Tesseract Party. What's it all about? The Tesseract Party, as you know, a Tesseract exists in four dimensions, Blue Gale. And that's what sets us apart. We exist fully in all four dimensions, which the Forward Party does not do. Um, the Forward Party claims to want to solve the problems in politics by blaming both sides and running up the middle and having no policies until they're decided upon at some future date after your check has been cashed. We think that we have a better solution. We realize that most political problems, like most human problems, like most problems in the universe, are, are caused by problems at the subatomic level, <laughs> at the quantum level, where this artificial division between matter and energy and gravity and magnetism that's, that's where all those tensions are created. So we propose to solve the problems of American political life at the subatomic level, which is where all reform should begin. And to do that, unfortunately, part of the problem is you can never know what we're going to do until after we do it. Based on the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, based on the unobservability of the subatomic universe... We're not going to so, be able to... So, Drift Class, excuse me, but sure, which sure. of the six quarks are you planning to attack first? Well, we have an entire um, funding uh, level. We have <laughs> a gluon level, a muon level, a photon level. And, of course, the top is the moron level, which is where we're, I'm hoping a lot of money is going to come in at the moron level. It's just above the Higgs boson level, but, you know, it's a, yeah. a little flashier, a little better. Um, and... Because what we realized was that the unknowability of policies like on abortion or gun control are caused by the fact that they all exist in a cloud of probabilities. And and no one can know what those policies are, what our Tesseract party will be until 
we have a team of Tesseract Party experts actually poll test every single policy that could possibly exist in this cloud of probable uh, outcomes. And then at some future date, maybe or maybe not, these policies will congeal into actual policies that will be observable to you, the general public, after your check has cleared. <laughs> and and that, that's how it should be. And that's that's pretty much what the forward party is promising too. But at the at the molecular level, at the political level, Yo, they're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, we won't know what our policies are until we decide what our policies are. Send us money. I'm saying you can't know what policies are because they exist in an uncertain cloud of probabilities uh-huh, that uh-huh. only precipitate into reality once you send us your money. I think it's pretty obvious that we are the superior choice. We exist in past, present, and future. As someone on on uh, on Twitter told me, this is literally a new dimension in politics. It's a and new dimension in politics. It now, is. It includes the six quarks. It does. Oh my god! We gosh. took we took a lot of shit from the Mobius Party <laughs> or from supporters of the Mobius Party. I love the Mobius Party. Because, They're great. They're great because it it has possibly one side or two sides and you never know what side you're on oh, and that oh, really does disrupt the corrupt duopoly it, it does. does it's it and their motto which is both sides are one side or no sides are one side or both sides <laughs> uh comports beautifully with our so yesterday this is breaking news i'm just letting everyone out there know we and the mobius party joined up we're teamed up together because uh, Team Scam makes the dream scam. Team Scam makes the dream it scam. It does. <laughs> so I think I should be now invited to a whole bunch of cable TV interviews. You should. You should be party, on CNN. CNN. Yeah. Twenty four seven. You should. I was. I was hoping to get that sweet Brian Stelter interview, but I guess he got fired. So he maybe that's fired. not going to happen. <laughs> and I was told that I would be Rachel Maddow's guest on Tuesday, and then you know she's not there anymore. No, gone. So I'm. I'm. But that's the that's the thing about the Tesseract view of the universe. Everything yeah. is unknown and uncertain. You can never plan for anything. And and eventually maybe, maybe I, I understand Louis Gomer's gonna have some time in the future. He's retiring, so I'm sure he'll uh, get a podcast and I'm sure he'll invite me. <laughs> and in a to true Tesseract to talk about the Mobius party. Yeah. Well and, and in a true Heisenbergian fashion, maybe I'll be on it, maybe I won't. Yeah. I don't know. We won't know until I'm there and you observe me doing it. But once again, I think that our test, which has, we have, we have our own line drawing, by the way, our own yeah. Tesseract line drawing, every bit as good as Andrew Yang's crappy line drawings. Uh, we have, uh, because the Mobius party had no graphic department, I put together a graphic for their party free of charge. Oh, that's nice of you. Thing. Yeah. So I'm thinking we're really in, tapped into the last few people out there who are still willing to fall for the the uh, I'm sorry, fall for seems like a, like I'm judging them who still believe <laughs> that all of our problems are caused by um, both sides. And let me just add, because I know you're going to ask me a question about my opinion of the forward party. I want to know what you think of the forward party. Yeah. Well, I've never met Andrew Yang and it's uncertain whether I have or will or, or not, because as I said, we exist in, in all dimensions of time and space. Yes, we, right. so, we're solving yesterday's problems tomorrow or prob- tomorrow's problems yesterday. Something like that. We're working mm-hmm. it out. Um, <laughs> but let me just add, whoever is running the forward party's comms shop, if anyone is at all, needs to be fired immediately. Yeah. Because yep. as I said, Andrew Yang is out there stepping on rakes like Mehmet Oz. Yeah, he is. Um, he is. He, and this is, this, I'm not going to quote the 
actual tweets because I don't have them at my fingertips. But let me just say the forward party and Andrew Yang are one and the same. So when one says one thing and one says another, they're the same person talking. The forward party is thankful that Democrats are out there standing up to the GOP, the corrupt GOP, but the extremes on both sides are why our politics are fucked up. Yeah, right. Right. The forward party approves, highly approves of Joe Biden signing so much important and long overdue legislation into law. And they are furious because Dems never do anything and never deliver anything for their voters. Yep. Yep. And the forward party liked to imagine how differently the Wyoming Republican primary would have turned out if only they had had open primaries. Except Wyoming has open primaries. They have them. Yes, they do. And the voters of Wyoming chose the Trump-endorsed lunatic lady two to one over Liz Cheney. So guess what? Open primaries didn't make a fucking bit of difference in Wyoming. And and Andrew Yang clearly thought, didn't know shit all about what was going on there. Because he said, you know, if only, if only they'd had that open voting thing, that, that's one of our two policies for our entire party. Liz Cheney might have gone very differently. And a whole bunch of people showed up at his door saying, uh, dude, they do. And you're allowed to change your party affiliation. And a bunch of his defenders came running. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not really open if you have to change your party affiliation. Okay. First of all, if you're too lazy to change your party affiliation the day of, you walk in, you change it, you're there. Yeah, you change it. You're never going to get off your ass and vote anyway. Right. If that's too hard for you, if that's too difficult, I don't care what your opinion is because you're going to sit on your couch and bitch for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it's just astonishing the number of things they say out of one side of their mouth and the other side of their mouth when it's all on the same platform and you can compare and contrast them side by side. And and it was a it was a strategy of Liz Cheney to get Democrats to come out and vote yes. for her in the primary. So well, and, and that was also a, a glaringly hilarious moment when the mainstream press and the forward party com shop kind of decided they're not going to examine the contradiction mm-hmm. of of bitterly complaining when Democrats spend money or time or effort to right. get the candidate they want in the GOP primary. Right. Lined up so they can kick their ass in the fall because that's mm-hmm. just not playing for you. You should stay on your own side of the line. Right. The same people okay are saying, you know, Cheney. yeah, but 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 you should flood across the line and vote for Liz Cheney because we like Liz Cheney, not the crazy lady who ran against her. Yeah. Well, if it's a sin to cross the line to advance your own interests, then it's always a sin to cross the line to advance your own interests. I admire people who play politics practically and will do what's necessary for my side to win because my side are the good guys. And the Republican Party are fascist monsters. So I'm totally cool with them using whatever means within the law they can do to get the right people into elective office to represent my interests. Right. And so, and the Democratic Governors Association wasn't hiding what they were doing. No. And neither was the RSCC, the DSCC. No. They, they could literally just, run the same ads in the fall. All those ads were, were Darren Bailey is too conservative for Illinois. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's that's all they were saying. And here's his crazy ass. Oh, and and the people, as we've said before, the voters in these states said, oh, he's he's that crazy. I love this guy. Let me yeah. vote for him. Yeah. And that exposes the problem with the whole forward party theory, which is why the Tesseract Party will solve the problem at some kind <laughs> level. Because the forward party is 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 a grift. And it's a grift based on the theory that the problem isn't the voters. The problem yeah. is the system. Yeah. But once you remove the barriers to voters from voting who, for whoever they want, like they did in Wyoming, the crazy people come in and vote for the crazy people. Yeah, the they problem still do. Is, 
And the problem is the Republican Party is full of fucking Republicans. That's the problem. And there's no way you can square that circle with tinkering around the edges with process changes. Process changes are fine. They're not policy. Policy are economic policy, manufacturing policy, abortion policy, gun control policy, things like that. Tinkering with election process, you can say it'll change the world and maybe it will, but not today. It won't fix the problem that's wrong with this country, which is one of the two political parties is full of crazy fascist lunatics who listen to liars and monsters. That's the problem. And now for a quick round of who wrote it and where did they write it? But her emails, question mark, a defense of whataboutism. Because uh, Hillary Clinton is selling hats that say, but her emails. Uh-huh. And so this was written this week. Mrs. Clinton should take her hat off. Treating like cases alike is crucial to the equal protection of the law. Who said that, Driftglass? Oh, I'm looking at her notes, so I know who said it, Blue Cow. But you go <laughs> ahead. Run that into the end zone. Poor, pitiful, canceled Alan Dershowitz in the Wall Street Journal. No, no, no. It couldn't be the so Wall canceled. Street Journal. Uh, he must have been on the men's room wall somewhere in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, because he, he's so he's canceled. canceled. Yeah. 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 All right. The the Bidening continues. Let's do a news roundup. Why don't you take the first one, Blue Gal? It's a lot of All fun. Right. President Joseph Robinette Biden signed the Democrats' landmark climate change health care and tax bill into law. The Inflation Reduction Act will invest $370 billion with a B into combating climate change and bolstering low emission forms of energy while raising about $700 billion through corporate tax increases prescription drug savings, and stepped-up tax evasion enforcement. This does not mean IRS agents will have guns and come to your house. No, unless you invite them and there's coffee. (laughs) This bill is the biggest step forward on climate ever, Biden said. A reminder that this bill was passed out of the House with unanimous Republican opposition. Wait a minute. Are you saying the hero of the Republic, Liz Cheney, Tried to stop this bill from passing. Are you telling me that she didn't get behind this wonderful? Yes, she did. Voted earth shaking, important. Oh my God! Well, that's. But Adam Kinzinger voted for it, right? No, he's he's like her youthful ward, right? No. No? Okay. Uh, The Biden administration will cancel all remaining federal student loan debt for two hundred and eight thousand students who attended the now defunct for-profit ITT Technical Institute. The $3.9 billion in relief brings the total amount of loan discharges approved under Biden to nearly $32 billion. Yes, the Justice Department is indeed investigating Donald Trump for violations of the Espionage Act. Oh, no. That's something you won't read in the Wall Street Journal. By the way, we discovered, I think we mentioned this last week, that if you go way, way at the nosebleed end, bleed end of, uh, of, of the channel's, we do get Newsmax, and we have been oh, enjoying ourselves. Oh, we talked ourselves. about that last week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's some it's some wild shit, boys and girls. Drift class likes going up there and seeing what they're talking about. Like I, I and like he holds Sebastian. the remotes. So that army, you know, we ha- we've been married eleven years. Drift class holds the remotes. I do. I got a I got a, a bandolier <laughs> with all the remotes on it, and I am, <laughs> I'm a demon with those things. Uh, the director of the CDC announced a restructuring of the agency to transform it to better respond to public health emergencies. Mike Pence said he would, quote unquote, consider testifying before the January 6th committee, quote, if there was an invitation. He said this in New Hampshire. He did it yeah. to get headlines in New Hampshire. Sure he did. 
Yeah. Okay, Mike Pence. I'd love to see him testify. Yeah. I'd love to see him oh, sweating. Crime time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the FBI interviewed Trump's White House counsel and his deputy counsel about the classified documents stolen and stashed at Mar-a-Lago. Alan Weisselberg, the Trump Organization's longtime chief financial officer, has pled guilty to a number of tax fraud counts. However, he will not cooperate with the district attorney's investigation into Trump because he knows what happens to snitches. Yeah. That's, now, that's... Uh, I heard a rumor, and maybe you've heard this too, that he's, they're sending him to Rikers Island. Have you heard that? Oh, no. But yeah. Yeah. Hey. That's what I heard. And I'm not sure that's true. But uh, if so, uh, that's not a good place. Well, maybe he can join a character from a TV show at, at fictional Montrose Supermax prison. Yes, and bake, right. and bake bread for a living. <laughs> bake bread um, for a living. Uh, Liz Cheney lost her Republican primary for Wyoming's House seat by more than 35 points to a candidate endorsed by Trump who is stone cold crazy. Yep. Cheney's opponent, Harriet Hageman, told her very, very first post-election lie. Aww. She said Liz Cheney never called her and never conceded. Cheney promptly forwarded the tape recording of her calling to concede and congratulate Hageman along to Politico. Yeah. You know, this is, I, I love it when Republicans fight. Um, the Trump appointed Department of Homeland Security Inspector General Joseph Kufari has refused congressional requests for documents and staff testimony about the deleted Secret Service text messages that agents exchanged during the January 6th attack on the Capitol. To no one's surprise, it turns out that the states with the most restrictive and barbaric anti-abortion bans are also the states that consistently have the worst health care outcomes for women and children. Uh, despite being virtually inevitable all along, Arizona Republican legislators are still reported to be stunned that the unhinged lunatic and, quote, dumbest guy in the legislature... Republican Mark Fincham won the Arizona primary for Secretary of State. And in Arizona, there ain't no uh, lieutenant governor. So that means he's one heartbeat away from the governor's office and he's going to be running their elections if he is elected. The lower Colorado River Basin crossed an unprecedented water shortage threshold that will require mandatory water cuts. The Bureau of Reclamation declared a tier two water shortage, which will reduce the amount of water that Arizona, Nevada, and Mexico can draw from the Colorado River starting next year by 21% for Arizona, 8% for Nevada, and 7% for, Me for New Mexico. Man. Uh, Dr. Mehmet Oz sucks so badly as a human being running for office that he manages to make the case for John Fetterman's election with almost every single tweet he makes. For example, Dr. Oz's crudite video has backfired and has raised approximately $500,000 for John Fetterman in one day. The Florida court has ruled that a teenager is not mature enough to have an abortion, but apparently she's mature enough to give birth. Uh -huh. The 16-year-old may now be forced to have a baby, even though she herself is parentless and has told the court she is not ready. This is what you also, get. Also, 16-year-olds, that's rape. That's right. That's clearly, you know... Below consent, that's rape, period. Yeah. Uh, a Texas school district has pulled the Diary of Anne Frank from its library shelves. Goddamn that liberal cancel culture, blue gal. Mm. 
in Ohio, Tim Ryan's uh, Senate campaign staff sent his opponent, J.D. Vance's staff, some pizza because J.D. Vance is no longer paying his staff. You mean all that money, all that uh, hedge fund well, remember money? Remember when he loaned his, his campaign money after, before the primary and yeah. immediately after the primary, he wanted his money back? Yeah. Before the you know, general well, election? He should blow in a call to win red. I hear they have lots of money over at win red. <laughs> well, again, happy anniversary, Drift Glass. Happy anniversary, and Betty. many it's more. Many, many more. It's 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 a wonderful life. I have. It's a good marriage. Have, yeah. All the complaints I have are dumb. So <laughs> you know, and not about you, just about life in general. They're all dumb. All I, I'm a, I'm I'm blessed by beautiful family, beautiful wife, and all the luck in the world. So. And youngest child hugged you goodbye. She did. And said, take care of my mom. <laughs> With a real threatening tone to her voice. Like, that was really clear. Like, no, this is not a suggestion. This is a threat. threat. Yeah. This is, wow. This is like Donald Trump saying, real shame if something bad were to happen to this country. Maybe uh, if I, I turn the heat down, if I was you, you know, maybe I can yeah, help you with maybe, that. Maybe yeah. we need to lower the temperature a little bit. From yeah. all the heat on me. Yeah, that'd <laughs> yes, be a real shame. That's exactly what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So each week we post to our Facebook page and website at Internet Kitty sent in by you, the listeners. This week's Internet Kitty is in honor of youngest child going off to college. She asked if we could make our own Barack Hussein, the Kenyan usurper, Internet Kitty again this week. He has been it before, but uh, she asked if Barack could be the internet kitty, I said, of course. It's only fair. Since we're renting a room out, it's only fair <laughs> that she get a cat picture, you know? <laughs> of course, all of the cats here at Casa DGBG eat freshly poured cat food, our fake sponsor. Whether you serve pet store perfection or dollar store dreck, your cats will sit on the kitchen floor and demand that the food they eat is only freshly poured. Freshly poured. Freshly poured. Oh, my Lord, it's freshly poured. And uh, this week was also Black Cat Appreciation Day. And uh, Barack Hussein, the Kenyan usurper, is a black cat. And uh, I want to encourage those of you who are adopting cats to consider adopting a black cat. Black Mm -hmm. cats are often the last to be adopted. And uh, we have found that they are good luck. um, And we love having them in our home. Yeah, we have. Two black cats and one that was tagged as black because he had black stripes and a couple of right. black Right. So the so. month of October, they had a sale on all black cats and any cat that had any black on them anywhere was considered mm-hmm. a black cat. So we got Bosco that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can visit Barack Hussein, the Kenyan usurper, at our Facebook page or website. And you can send your internet kitty, dog, or other pet to us at our email address, proleftpodcast at gmail.com where you can also write to both of us. Feel free to write us. We love hearing from you. Be aware that if you write to us at any of our addresses, we reserve the right to read your email or U.S. Postal Service. Go Postal Unions. Letter on the air unless you say otherwise. Hashtag get rid of DeJoy. Yeah. going to stick on that one. Don't forget our gourmet coffee guideline. If you can afford to buy an espresso-based beverage for yourself, buy one for us. This is not charity. This is our job. It's how we make our living. Can I intervene? Um, Mm -hmm. If you can't find it in your heart to buy an espresso-based beverage, please support the Tesseract Party with your (laughs) hard-earned money. 
and, and I or you to be tweeting about that every five minutes. Drift oh yeah, well it's 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 every five minutes for the Tesseract party and every seven minutes for the I promise not to give your money to Rupert Murdoch fundraiser. Yeah. Now we share staff, so it could get a little confusing, but those uh. are the um, and believe me, this started off as a joke, but I'm like, you know what? Okay, let's see how far we can go with this. Anyway. <laughs> I think people are just having fun laughing with, uh, and that's great. That's I, great. I think we need, so too. We need that levity. We really yes, do. Yes, we do. Approximately 1% of our listeners support this podcast with a contribution. You can too. See our website, proleftpod.com for details. Our PayPal, postal address, GoFundMe, all of it is there. Uh, buy me a coffee. It's all there at proleftpod.com. Please share our show on social media and be aware that our sister show, Science yes. Fiction University at sciencefictionuniversity.com has a new episode up this week as well. It's also posted at your blog and my blog. And yeah. so, you it's know, posted where it's posted. And it's, well, I had a lot of fun doing that. I mean, that it, it requires yeah. a certain amount of, you know, kind of research we don't do during the normal week of politics, but right, I really right. enjoy doing that. And I really want to do more of those. Good. If you love this particular podcast, please get someone else to listen to. And if you liked this episode, donate five bucks to the Tesseract Party <laughs> at no. Drift Glass's blog. <laughs> no, I'm shooting for the fifty thousand. You know, I'll, I'll accept less. <laughs> but seriously, if there's that much dumb money out there, first of all, you people are all smart and you're great people and you're all beautiful and you smell wonderful. But you know, stupid people. You, <laughs> you, you know, dumb people out there. And if you can just sort of steer them in the direction of the Tesseract Party, say, you know what? I think I got a third party that you will really love. <laughs> I'd appreciate it. <laughs> Shameless is part of the whole process of having these third-party efforts. Oh, it is. Yeah, I have to learn is. to be shameless, but I'm I'm learning, Blue Gal. I'm learning. <laughs> hey, Drift Glass, how are the Internet Kitties doing this week? Well, the Internet Kitties were going to talk about what a clueless doofus Darren Bailey is this week, but now they just kind of pity the guy because people around here are now openly whispering things like, I ain't seen anything this bad since the Illinois GOP imported crazy-ass Alan Keyes from Maryland to run against Barack Obama. It's so true. Oh, God. He, oh, man. He's just caving. He's just he, caving. He just can't. And his past keeps, they keep breaking the number one rule of Republican politics. Remembering yeah. the past. They keep bringing yeah. shit up he said. And he seems to think that's very unfair. And he, by the way, he had a rally. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Dr I we drove talk past about this. I drove past. I thought it was the setup for the rally. No, it was the rally. <laughs> it was the rally. Um, like nine people showed up and he was there waving and sweating and doing his Darren Bailey thing. And he blamed it on high gas prices. Cause yeah. Yeah. That's when, why people ain't driving. When gas in Illinois now is like three, some three, I forget. 80 something, but, 390 something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird how and people like you have said, tomorrow he's going to blame it on critical race theory. Right. So. Critical race theory and abortion <laughs> tomorrow. But you know, weird how people had all the money in the world to go to the state fair, which is, you know, uh, just a few miles away. But yeah. they didn't quite have enough enough left in the tank to come over and wave at Darren Bailey. So, Drift Class, thank you and happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Jolene. I love you. Bye bye. Love you too. Bye. Let's think about living. Think about living. Let's think about loving. Think about loving. Let's think about the hooping and the hopping and the popping and the loving, loving, loving. Let's forget about the whining and the crying, the shooting and the dying, and the fellow with a switchblade knife. Let's think about living. Let's think about life. The Professional Left Podcast is recorded under a Creative Commons license, copyright 2022, DGBG Productions Incorporated.